The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Engaging conversation with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the Afternoon News on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. It is a Friday, so that means a big blue folder day. You betcha. Do you want to hear one that's uh, right up your alley? <laughs> okay, well, this will be interesting. Uh, I think it will be for you and a lot of our listeners. Uh, there are four things you might think you're doing right with your dog that oh. you're doing terribly wrong. And this is according to Professor Alexandra Horowitz, a renowned dog cognition cognition <laughs> researcher at Columbia okay. University. You know when you got the title professor uh, and you know when that title was given to you by Columbia University, okay. you're pretty smart. Uh, here are the four things that you do with your dog that your dog actually hates. At number one, yanking them away when they're smelling something. Mm, yeah. when, we, when we go for a walk, we use our eyes more than our nose, but mm-hmm. dogs use both. So even when it's kind of annoying to keep stopping, your dog is just trying to take in the world, and it annoys him. Oh, yeah, no doubt. But, uh, you know, after after a five-minute sniff, it's time to go. <laughs> well, according to you, but not your dog. Yeah, well. Uh, this second one maybe won't I'm come the human. as a surprise to you, but three and four will. Uh, poorly timed walks. Even if your dog is in a routine, of going on a walk in the middle of the day, you might need to make adjustments depending on the weather. Like if it's unusually warm or cold, Mm -hmm. you should go for a walk earlier or later than usual. Your dog will not be happy just because he's going for a walk. But here, listen to this. Mm. Guilt shaming them. Now, this is where you take a picture of your dog looking guilty next to something like a torn pillow, a chewed shoe, yeah, yeah. right? And it's usually done for Twitter or Facebook yeah. where you go, look what he got into, right? But you want the picture. So you take him back to the scene of the crime and you say, what did you do? And then when he looks guilty, um, you take the picture so you can get uh, some mm. retweets for it. Um, it's not bad to scold them, but to have them pose for the picture is sending them two entirely mixed signals because you're actually happy taking the picture because you're getting that great picture of your dog looking... So you need to catch them in the uh, in the act. Yeah, if you're going to take the picture, catch them in exactly, the act, don't do it at exactly. all. Okay. Yell yeah, at them yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and take the picture at the same time. And this one we're all guilty of, hugging. Now, it's uh-huh. a controversial one, but in an experiment in 2016, they found that most dogs just don't like being hugged. In their study, less than 8% of the dogs were, were cool with it at all. Mm-hmm. Um... Now, we're guessing a little bit about dogs' feelings, but they looked at heart rate. Uh, They looked at a lot of different Mm -hmm. things. Um, Dogs don't like that. They feel trapped when hugged, even when hugged by somebody they love, because dogs feel like they need to be in control of emotion. Mm -hmm. So if they put a paw on you or put their head next to you or Mm -hmm. want to get on your lap, that's all them. But when you hold them, they feel like you're trying to contain them or they feel trapped, so they don't like it. Uh, (laughs) I knew you'd do that. You like hugging your dogs, right? Um, Willow, we don't. Uh, Willow's yeah. not a hugger. Um, Bo <laughs> likes to curl right up and mm-hmm. like lay on his back in your arms and you rub his belly. So that's kind of a hug. My first Brittany Spaniel, Neil, after Neil Diamond, of course. Mm. Um, he gave hugs. He would he would come up to you and he would he would press right in. He'd curl right up into your neck, put his his yep. 
right up there, and he. But was see, that's right him there. initiating the hug. I love that. To, I loved that. I mean, Jack was the friendliest dog mm-hmm. ever. Didn't and like hugs. Hated them, and it was just a really weird thing. Yeah. Like, because he's a big dog, right? Yeah. So you sort of—I don't want to say manhandle a big dog, but you're not as—you don't have to be as careful with a big dog. So he'd come running up, and you'd give him a hug, and he'd immediately try and yeah. buck his head out of your arms. Teddy the Chessie didn't seem to to mind it. He would kind of get in there, but again, I, we're not really super hugging. It's like belly rubbing and <laughs> butt scratching and. Ooh ear tickling sort well, of thing. who doesn't like all of that? Right? <laughs> Gets the heart rate going no matter what. You betcha. Uh, how about this one? Because you know what? I almost want to tell you. Th- yeah, I will. Sometimes, you know, when somebody does something and gets charged for it, it sort of explains in hindsight, in hindsight what they did, mm. right? So how about this? So there's a Corporal Brian Cullum. He's with the Tulsa Police. Uh, he says that his department was notified. It started with a stalled vehicle call. So just imagine that. There's a stalled vehicle call and a woman getting out of the vehicle naked and running. So right away, what could be possibly going on here? That, that sounds not good. Doesn't sound good at all. So uh, a car stalled and a woman jumps out of it and runs naked. Uh, now, the police responded to the call and found the car uh, with her clothes in it. But nothing else. So her clothes were in. Okay, fine. Uh, police said they then started getting a reports of a naked man <laughs> who had jumped out of the same vehicle and uh, was running, uh, carrying a pit bull on his shoulders. <laughs> That's you heard that right. Uh, woman That's a runs tricky. Yeah, r- woman <clears throat> runs naked from the car, the stalled car, followed shortly, according to witnesses, by a naked man with a pit bull with a pit bull on his shoulders. This is not a dream. This happened. Now, they started getting calls about every half block. I guess <laughs> as these two made their way down the street, uh, people started calling in. And eventually they determined that the couple had gone into a mall. So <laughs> Get some clothes. Yeah. Well, I don't know why. They just grabbed the ones they had. So officers go into the mall, and they locate the couple hugging each other in the mall mm. uh, outside of a Macy's, where employees of the Macy's had been kind enough to get a towel... Oh, and, nice. and had yeah. placed yeah. it over them. Great so, big beach towel, yeah. That's right. So you got a Macy's towel around a naked couple with a pit bull on the guy's shoulders. You with me? Mm-hmm. Now, when police approached, though, um, the man and women saw a woman saw the police. So the man jumped up and ran from them. The woman with the pit bull on his shoulders. The woman jumped up and ran towards police. So. What a great boyfriend slash husband that guy is. Hey, there's the cops. I'm out of here. But she ran towards them. Now, in doing so, and she was fine. Like, she was not abducted. She was under no... There's nothing. They just were naked running in the mall. So she just ran to the police. <laughs> the guy, in an effort to get away from the police, started knocking over plastic displays and running into kiosks. Uh, so he broke glass and cut his arm badly. Mm. Um, so police were able to track him down because they followed a trail of blood from him cutting himself on his arm until they finally found him. Uh, he was in Macy's in the sock department. <laughs> 
I'm not making this up. This is all out of the police blotter. <laughs> well, you know, sock department. Sure. Good, yeah, good well, for least, him right now. At least now. he can cover something. Uh, so both were taken to hospital. Both checked out just fine. The pair, when interviewed, said uh, they did admit that they had had a wee bit of marijuana. Oh, the devil's lettuce, yes. Yeah, and uh, they'd also dipped into a cup of PCP. Oh. So that'll do it to you. Um, now, the no charges yet. Because they can't find a, a complainant. Like, nobody's actually... So what they could be charged with is indecent exposure, yeah. vandalism, and public intoxication. But at this point, nobody's laid a charge. So... <laughs> sock department. <laughs> I'm naked. Where do I go? Sock department. That reminds me of something. What? What? The, oh, wait a minute. No, no, no. No, no, no. Then nothing like that. You're talking about Friday around your fire pit. No, 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 no. Because that was way different. I'm I'm talking about, um, yeah, the sock bit. Yeah. And naked Mm -hmm. reminds me of something. So when you're bodybuilding. All right. Okay. I'll reach for this. Yeah. Uh, And you have to go in. You go in for the spray tans. Right, oh, yeah. so you do a spray tan, and then you put a layer of something that's called Dream Tan on you, and it mm. gets you, you know, all sorts of different layers. Sure. But the spray tan bit, you're pretty much completely naked, right? Because for the women, the the posing suits are, are very tiny. In fact, I found my first one last night and had a really good laugh. I pulled it out, and Jim's like, "Whoa!" <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah." Um, and for the guys as well, their posing suits are pretty much a very teeny tiny speedo, right? Okay, all right. So everything needs to get spray tanned, like, except for the guys. Well, you don't want to spray tan that bad boy. No. No. Sock. Is that a fact? Yep. And and I know for a fact because my ex-husband did a competition Mm -hmm. and, um, yeah, bad a sock. Now, do you go dress sock or sweat sock on that bad boy? I think whatever fits best. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Really? But it's, yeah, it's one of those awkward, um, well, there's many awkward moments during that whole process, as you can well imagine, but um, because it's unlike when you go into, um, last time I had a spray tan, when we went to Watuco the first time, Uh I went in for a spray tan. Yes. To try and knock down the glare a little bit, right? (laughs) All right, sure. And they put you in a machine and they tell you what to do. Okay, now turn around. But this is actually someone pretty much with a... Yeah, a spray like a, gun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> spraying you down, right? It's like somebody doing the wall of a ship or something, right? It's well, just, a little more. Is uh, it misty? It is misty. Yeah, like it's not like a spray can. Like you're not getting hit. You're not. You, nobody's losing an eye. No, like it's a, you're not losing okay, an eye yeah. with it. But it's not a Friends episode either. It's. Mm, right. But it's very much. Um, okay. Well, you need to bend now because oh. they have to get creases and stuff, right? Oh. Yeah. It's. It's uh, huh. embarrassing. For who? Everybody. Uh-huh. Wow. Who? What guidance counselor told somebody somewhere, you know, based on the testing we've done, we think you should be a spray tan applicator. That, I guess that's a, where do you get that done? Well, um, you can go through any of the, 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 the sun tanning bed places. Oh, they do that? But they don't do it personally. They do the, They have the machines to do that. I see. Okay. But when I was bodybuilding, yes, many many moons ago, they yeah. had someone. We you. There was businesses out there that were pretty much involved in the bodybuilding community. Saw a need, and they started these things up. Huh. So you would pretty much go down to their basement, and they had it all, you know, roped off with plastic and stuff. Yeah. 
and a, and a good ventilation system, you'd hope. I would think so. And they yeah. would spray you down. Huh. Huh. Sock. I'm not sure. Uh, a s- okay. Let's just, just, yeah. yeah. Just leave it. I'm just, yeah, it yeah. was. Yeah, a sock. Okay. Because, yeah. Huh. True story. What about a baggie? Wouldn't a baggie work? Like a Ziploc? Well, maybe you wouldn't want to. Yeah, but. How do you keep the sock on? I guess is what I wanted to ask. Like it's just a small enough sock that everything. That's right. You just stuff it all. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. The more you know, hey? I don't know how that information is ever going to help me, but that's an interesting well, if, if visual. You're ever, if you're ever in a bodybuilding competition and you need to get sprayed down by somebody, now you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I can't tell you the number of times that's come up. <laughs> sock, eh? True story. Huh. Huh. Sock department. Okay. Huh. On that note. Yeah, oh, we should, yeah. Take a break, yeah. Okay, this may be one of the best texts of the afternoon. Got really quiet in this car. Mom, why do they need socks? <laughs> um, home, let's call <laughs> Uncle Andrew and ask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. huh. uh, apparently all of you thought that was fairly awkward conversation. Yeah, well, I think perhaps I made it awkward. I yeah, well, didn't the really surprise. Yeah, I <laughs> surprise. Know. Do you remember last year? Was that last year, two years ago, the Royal Canadian Mint was looking for yes. some uh, gold pucks? Yes. They were looking for some gold pucks, and then they finally realized that one of their employees was uh, stealing the gold pucks. Yeah. And how was he getting by the metal detector? Well, use your imagination. He was shoving them up. Uh, yep. Yeah. And uh, so. He stood trial because he couldn't sit. <laughs> You've been waiting for two years to use that one. Um, so they nabbed the guy finally. They yeah. had video and they're trying to figure out. They figured it was him because he was always on that shift or whatever, but he would go through the metal detector. They couldn't figure it out. And they finally like went into his locker and found um, some things that would help um, to put it where he had to put it. But mm. now they're on the search again for $110,000 in, in gold. Well, they've, they've... They know who did it this yeah, time, f- though. they f- they fired an employee. They fired him, yeah. So apparently two kilograms of gold missing from the uh, facility in Ottawa, worth over 100, 100 grand, 110 grand. Um, internal investigation, RCMP called in to um, take a look at it. They're not releasing any details on how this person managed to steal the gold. But do you think that they... <laughs> do you think they have an issue with security at the Mint? That's twice now somebody's stolen a significant amount of gold. And you have to go through metal detectors. Well, you would think so. I mean, I well, know you do. so. Yeah, yeah well, you, you have do. To. Yeah, exactly. Man. But anyway, yeah, I just thought that was... I, I just never thought that I'd see that headline again. I guess, though, any time that there's someone working in uh, a place where there's the possibility, some people might take it. Yeah. I, uh, I know a fellow a long, long time ago that used to work in a gold mine. He came out with a little hunk of gold once. Yeah, I, I've done uh, shows up at gold mines. Yeah. And uh, they really go through your luggage and... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, uh, everybody gets mm-hmm. searched. Everybody. Um, I'm sort of wading through stories here because I've got so many. I, I, I like this one. <laughs> I think you said it to me. Uh, I want to tell the story this way. There's a new movie coming out. It's called uh, Hereditary. 
and it has been described as the most traumatically terrifying horror movie in ages. It, they've compared it to, um, you know, what was that movie with uh, Linda Blair, uh, Possessed oh, by the Devil? Exorcist? They've compared it to The Exorcist times 100. Oh. They're saying this thing scary movies. is you like, shocking. You I like do. scary movies. I don't like it scary movies. It is shockingly, shockingly scary. The, the plot is a woman's unraveling of uh, increasingly terrific and, uh, ter- horrific and terrifying secrets about her family's ancestry when her mom dies. And uh, the, the film has gotten reviews at the Sundance Film Festival and other places where they're like, this is seriously really a scary, bad. scary movie. So here's, uh, not, it's not out yet. Um, but they, you know how they have a trailer, yep. right? So that they play before you see your featured film. So they put the trailer on, and I've watched the trailer. And I got to be honest with you, it's just a trailer. It, it creeped me right out. I, I, I just, and they never show you the best parts, right? So it creeped me right out. But not as badly as it creeped out the audience uh, waiting to watch Peter Rabbit in a theater (laughs) (laughs) in Sydney, Australia. Uh, Apparently, uh, the projectionist just hit the wrong button. Uh, So we got a theater full of uh, children and their parents, and on comes this trailer, and it starts with, uh, and this doesn't give anything away in the movie, it starts with a woman... Um, painting little uh, figurines to put in a dollhouse. So as this trailer comes on, parents are like, oh, oh, what's this movie? It's Look, honey, it's a dollhouse. And uh, then, of course, there's this absolute chaos and destruction that follows. So according to one audience member, it was dreadful, she said. Uh, You could tell this was not a kid's film right away. Parents were yelling at the projectionist to stop screaming, begging him. Uh, They were covering their children's eyes and ears. A few went out to get staff members, and some were so overwhelmed they lost consciousness. Uh, They didn't know what to do. Uh, Uh, Get up and leave. Yeah, a number of parents fled the cinema uh, with their kids in tow. Uh, They didn't even get through the whole trailer. This is how bad this is. Um, The cinema staff was like, what's going on? And somebody rushed upstairs and, like, you know, smashed the light bulb or something to the project, but stopped it. And they've apologized profusely. Everybody was given a refund for the movie they were about to see, tickets to go see another movie for free. They're just falling all over themselves, apologizing. And then because of the job you do, Jayla and I, and the the one I do as well, which are very similar jobs, you know what happened next, right? Uh, after people get through the story, it only took an hour on social media for people to go, oh, yeah. oh wait a minute, was this a publicity stunt? Did No. The cinema's saying no. The theater people who own the cinema are saying no. The movie people are saying, like, everyone's just like, no, please, don't even, no. It's just, we would never do that to children. Nobody in their right mind would have done this to children. Uh, so keep your eye out for What's it. What's it called? Hereditary. I'm going to goo. I'm not going to watch the trailer. Well, watch but the trailer. I'm, no. You know, you should do it during a break, no. and then I'll hold you while you cry. Uh, Hereditary. It's coming out in June in uh, the U.S., so I would imagine it will come out here in June as well. But yeah, it's creepy. Did they get refunds? Did they get, you know, <laughs> passes to come back? Yeah, they got all that. They were refunded for the Peter Rabbit movie they were supposed to see. If they wanted to, they got coupons to come back and see it another time or any other movie they wanted. Just, kids were screaming and, and crying. And just the, the, the most controversial thing that they were going to see was what the blackberries being thrown at the, <laughs> exactly. the kid with the allergies in the Peter Rabbit movie. <laughs> exactly. I know.
It's like, okay, this is going to be good. Ah! The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.